Hi there. My name is Rory. I run this channel called The Love Chat. And if you have found this video, you are very likely recently broken up with. And I'm going to be taking you through the steps I think and have found through personal experience and my coaching service to be the most useful steps if you're looking to reconcile with someone in a romantic situation. So first and foremost, you have heard, I'm sure, about the no contact rule. And it is true. The most important thing that you want to do in a breakup situation is leave your ex entirely alone. So let's discuss why we do this. Number one is because it gives them an opportunity to miss you. You cannot miss someone who's still there. Now, your brain may be giving you the exact opposite set of instructions, right? They pushed away and you want to be closer to them. And so you do what you can to get closer to them. That is most of the time, and I've released other videos explaining when not to do no contact, but most of the time you want to give them the space. You want to give them the opportunity to miss you because their mind is made up about this stuff. They have decided that they want to break up with you. They've been thinking about it and sitting on this decision for a while. And one well-framed argument is not going to have them undo weeks to potentially months or maybe even years of thinking about this decision. This is very, very likely, not in all cases, but in most cases, something they have thought through. Doing no contact gives them an opportunity to realize the actual consequences and weight of their decision. And I know that it's something that you're freaking out about and something that you don't want to do and something that you're nervous won't work. And I think that's really important to understand about this entire process is that there are no guarantees. And anybody on YouTube or in your life who says they can promise you an outcome is just lying to you. And you are smart enough to know that. So no contact, like we said, gives your ex an opportunity to miss you, gives them an opportunity to see the consequences of their decision, and gives, and this is the second part of no contact, you an opportunity to calm your anxiety over time. Now that's incredibly important because with your anxiety more at ease and calm, you're able to think more rationally. You're able to think more logically rather than from an emotional standpoint where you're lashing out in every direction because you want this person back and you're panicking like we just described. It's incredibly important for your anxiety to be as low as we can reasonably make it during a time like this because anxiety kills attraction. And there are plenty of scenarios where someone was recently broken up with and they wouldn't leave their ex alone. And so they talked and talked and talked to their ex. Every time they talked to them, they guilt-tripped them. They emotionally gaslit them. They yelled at them. They asked, can't we work it out? Can't we work it out? And basically, they would just find a million different ways to ask the same question using different words. And this obviously makes your ex frustrated with you. It makes them want to push you away even more. And this can lead to blocking. This can lead to them calling the police on you. They're all scenarios that I've seen play out, and I make these videos to help people avoid this eventuality. There is a simple reality when it comes to these types of topics, which is that they're highly searched, and because they're highly searched, many people will make a lot of videos claiming that they know exactly what to do, when in reality, you get an X back, whatever that might mean, the same way that you got them in the first place, which was by being an attractive, confident version of yourself. Now, breakups are not conducive to being the most attractive and charming version of yourself because you are just 
oozing anxiety and fear and what am I going to do? I just lost half of my personality. I lost half of my routine. Someone who really mattered to me, someone I was in love with. What am I going to do here? And so you're freaking out and you're thinking, well, I need to get them back. And the best way to get them back is to call them and try and persuade them as to why this is a bad idea, which leads me to the next point. Do not try to talk them out of this idea. They've thought about it. Like I said at the beginning of the video, they have thought about this. This is not a impulsive decision most of the time. And if it is, I will make a new video for that. Okay, with that out of the way, most people ask me, okay, fine, no contact. What do I do to calm myself during this period of no contact? How do I stick with no contact? Well, this part is pretty simple because it's stuff we should all always do. Just good life tips, right? Things like drinking more water, getting more sleep, going to the gym, talking to a therapist. And there are things that you're going to hear me say a million times on this channel because those are the things that help us become more attractive. So let's go one by one. And to help you remember this, I like to use the word permits. The first P stands for physical, as in physical exercise. This is incredibly important because of the amount of hormones that go through your body after exercise that very literally help you feel better. Not only that, but as you're working on your physical body, you become more confident, you become happier in that part of yourself, which is, I think we can all agree, one of the biggest things people tend to not like about themselves is how they look. And so this is improving that, and that will boost confidence, but really why we do it is because it will help your sadness, it will help your grief. So that's the physical side of this. Next is E, which stands for emotional. Now that means doing some journaling. That means talking to a local mental health professional. And if you need one, I've partnered with betterhelp.com slash Rory, and they can provide you with a mental health counselor. Tackling the emotional side of this and allowing your anxiety, your grief, your sadness to have their say and then be encouraged to leave your body is going to be incredibly helpful because it will allow you to act from a more attractive place. The more attractive you can act, the higher your chances of a healthy reconciliation. Next is R, and that stands for recreational. In other words, what are you doing for fun? What are you doing to take your mind off the problems of the day? Even if that is just allowing your friends to take you out of the house, even though you know you don't want to go. Part of this process of healing and reconciliation does involve you doing a few things that you're not comfortable with, because discomfort is fertilizer for growth. And we're trying to grow as humans here so that the problems in the relationship don't just repeat themselves because we're not the same people. The M in the word permits stands for monetary. In other words, can you take this and turn it into an opportunity? This could just be working harder at work. It could be convincing yourself to go back to school or maybe changing a job. Uh, what I find a lot of people do is when they're going through breakups, they tend to change something about themselves. Uh, maybe it's a haircut. Maybe it's a tattoo. This is just an example of taking that impulse and wanting to use it towards something a bit more productive, like monetary growth. Next is I. I stands for intellectual. What can you be doing right now that piques your intellectual curiosity? Can you be focusing on learning a new skill? Maybe learning how to play the guitar? Something along those lines. Even if it's something as simple as reading a new book. It's important. It gets your mind working and it allows you to come at the relationship a second time, a different person with a different way of thinking. 
The T stands for travel. Now, travel is a little hard because of COVID-19 and certain restrictions, monetarily speaking. But if you're able to travel the world, or even just to your next state, or even just a few miles to a new town you've never visited, this is important because it gives you perspective. It's a change in your routine and something you likely weren't doing before. Incredibly important. And the last is social. I should go out of my way to say that these are in no particular order. Social just means going out, hanging out with friends, trying new things in new situations with new people, breaking the routine and doing the personal growth. If you're listening this far, I appreciate you. And let's get into what to do if and when they reach out. And do me a favor if you've made it this far and let me know down in the comments below and don't forget to subscribe and hit like. So when they reach out, you can say, hey, it's great to hear from you. And I'd love to see you. When are you free? And this can be something that some people will find to be direct. So let me explain why I choose such a direct approach. The reason I go for the direct approach is because I find that it is helpful for me to know exactly where I'm at and where I stand with this other person. A lot of the time I see people playing mind games or at least hiding their true intentions. And so I like to cut through that noise by going straight at it. Fine. If you don't want to show your hand, that's okay. I'll show mine. I'd like to see you. I am thinking about you. The main pushback I get for this point is, yeah, but isn't that just letting them know they can have me again? And the difference is that it's letting them know that there's interest, but the interest needs to be mutual for anything to proceed forward. So what this means is that you should not be interacting with them if the interest is not mutual. I do not recommend remaining friends with an ex because that will just kill your mental health and it'll skyrocket your anxiety because you're looking for romantic attention and they're looking for platonic attention. So they reach out and you tell them you'd love to see them. If they say no, you can tell them, hey, no problem. Thanks for reaching out and give me a call if you're interested in seeing me. Because at this stage in my life, I'm only interested in romantic relationships. And this lets them know that you're only interested in engaging with them in this context, which is romance. And that while you don't hate them, you're not really interested in engaging with them platonically. And that if your mind changes, one day you can just reach out to them and just be friends. But while you're romantically yearning for them, I do not recommend that for the reasons I mentioned earlier. If they say yes, however, go out, have a fun time, and set one date a week. And in between, you should have all of these other routines that you've been building up during that period of no contact. See, here's the beauty of doing it this way, is that it's win-win. Because either they come back, and you guys have a healthier, happier relationship, both having grown as people, and hopefully addressing the original causes for the breakup, or they don't come back, but you're better in every way, shape, and form because you spent that time self-improving and self-reflecting and asking yourself how you could have done differently and working on parts of yourself that perhaps you weren't working on before, such as your physical body or your mental health. So I'm going to leave the video here. And like I said, if you enjoyed it, let me know down in the comments below and subscribe and hit like. My name is Rory and you can do coaching with me personally at thelovechat.net slash coaching and I will leave that in a link down below. I believe in you, you got this, and for the next video, I'll be doing a rapid-fire question-answering video with any questions that you guys have down below. So make sure to leave me plenty of questions, and I'll get to them in tomorrow's video. Until next time.